0: Welcome back to points and doinks. This is episode 16 going into week 14 in the NFL for most of us. That is the start of the fantasy football playoffs. I'm your host, Travis, as always here with Tyler and cheese. How you guys doing this week, guys?
1: Doing all right. I beat somebody on this podcast, but unfortunately, I'm still not making the playoffs.
0: You got me, pal.
2: Good for you. Knocked knock Travis out of playoff contention there too.
1: If I was going to the losers bracket, I'm taking him down with me.
2: Yep. And now with both of you guys going down, and it looks like uh, Joe losing tonight with Zeke having a decent performance, looks like I am going to grab that last spot in the playoffs.
0: Good Ooh, go. What happened Good to the you. other league, Tyler?
2: Oh, you beat the shit out of me.
0: <laughs> but
2: I can still make the playoffs. As we were talking about off pod, I got, uh, I, my fate is in the hands of a different matchup. One guy has Justin Tucker. The other guy has the Ravens defense. I need Justin Tucker to outscore their defense.
1: So pretty much we'll know Tyler's fate by the end of this podcast. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll either be
2: crying or I'll, well, I'll probably be crying either way, but it'll either be tears of joy or tears of sadness.
0: Yeah. It's real rough. Uh, I think I'm uh, gonna make it in two leagues, and two uh, two of the other two leagues, I'll be in the losers bracket. So, it is what it is this week um, or this year? But you know, just I, I clinched the number one seed for one of the leagues, so that's cool.
2: Yeah, you clinched that that spot by beating the shit out of me.
0: Exactly. Um, real quick, I have an email. Oh my God! Did we get a question? Oh, I've got I've got lots of questions actually. Johnny Roca went out there and did a bunch of a uh, d- bunch, bunch of stuff for us. So, and I we, also have a question. Look at that! Oh. We got questions. But real quick off the top, he wants me to announce that the Sons of Fanarchy League is going to be going with my punishment that I suggested at the beginning of the season. So anybody who listens and is in that league
2: at the beginning of the season,
0: yeah, I did. He did a post. And I was throwing out a bunch of you know random ideas like loser has to go you know tell the neighbors that he's now registered as a sex offender and a bunch of stupid things, but I think the one that um the one that he said we're gonna do is a made up story uh, by the league that the loser has to post as their uh as a Facebook post. And has to leave leave it on their page without explanation, uh, for like a couple months or something like that of the sort. Here, you want me to read it?
2: I think you brought this up. I think you talked about this on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I yeah. do remember this. Yeah. Yes. So, Looser has to post a Facebook story, a fake story. It's made up with the by the rest of the league, and they cannot delete or defend themselves for a month afterwards. Um, so he I comes- really,
2: I really need to come away with a victory then, because I don't want to be anywhere near that.
0: Yeah, Johnny Roca was like, "Why don't you start the story or whatever on you know, on here?" But he just texted me this like ten minutes ago. <laughs> so I really don't have anything. Uh,
2: yeah, her. well, th- we could do that for next week. Now that now that you got that, we can use it for. Yeah. So anybody Something in S-
0: S- Sons of Fanarchy, you know, <laughs> it will be that of that sort. Uh, I won't try and make it too ridiculous. But it, it, it should have some funny elements to it. So, I mean, could be just a Mad Lib that I fill out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there you go. Yeah. A fucking Mad Lib.
0: Yeah. I, I, th- I think probably because it's going to be hard for everybody, what I would do is I would create a base story and go send it into the league and have them be like, who is the – or anybody have anything to add, subtract, what do you want to – and then go from there. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I do like the Mad Lib idea. Just a yeah. nice, simple format that everyone can follow.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. I feel like it'd be tough to get that many people to come up with like a creative, coercive. Well, that's you know, why I coherent say, story. That's
0: you know. why I say I create the the bulk of it, and then I can people can add in and you know stuff like that here and there. Like, oh, I think right here should be this or that. Eh, I don't know. We'll work out the kinks there. I I didn't I didn't think that was actually it was actually gonna happen that idea so now i'm kind of like oh shit i mentioned the i i mentioned it at the beginning and i really didn't think about it past that
2: i didn't think anybody else gave any um
0: nobody gave- ever gives any po- I, I think damon said like everybody pays the other the other people in the league ten dollars it's like that's not fun or creative uh, i mean just- it's
2: it's fun for everybody else
0: yeah i mean kind of but um yeah, so real quick, let's. You guys want to get into the waivers for the week? I got. I just got a few waivers and then headlines, and then we'll do questions and all that stuff. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, my first one, and we talked about it a little bit last week, is in the wide receiver position, Kiki Kuti with uh, the situation with the receivers in Houston. He's the number one guy there. He performed this week. He's still only owned in about 20% of leagues. He should be rostered in your league from now on out.
1: And, and it's also a better addition because Brandon cooks who has a history of concussions came out with the concussion, went back in, but we know with concussions, maybe there's some later symptoms that show up. So he could be like legit the only guy there. So he can, he looked good with Brandon cooks, but without him, he's definitely an add in a start.
2: Yeah, come, coming out of that same game that we saw last week with between the Colts and uh, Houston, I did. I, I when I looked at the numbers, I didn't think it was true. T. Y. Hilton is only owning about forty seven percent of leagues. Uh, he got he ended up getting eleven targets, went eight for one ten and a touchdown. And I think uh, I think Phil Rivers over there has, has figured out he's got a great target in T. Y. Hilton, so that'd be somebody I would aim to pick up.
1: Yeah, we kept talking about Michael Pittman, and now we're talking about Ty Hilton. Uh, on the running back front, if you guys are still trying to maybe plug in an RB two, I would say Ty Johnson from the Jets. Frank Gore is out, so possibly. I mean, keep keep an eye on Frank Gore's status. It is the Jets, I know. Travis shaking his head. No,
0: no, that's not why I'm shaking my head. I got absolutely skewered because of Frank Gore. Oh, yeah. I streamed him in two leagues, and he came out of the game almost immediately.
1: Well. Sorry to hear that. So Ty Johnson, a guy to possibly stream and then Cam Akers of the Los Angeles Rams looking to be the lead back there. I know we keep talking about these three headed backs around the league and Cam Akers. We thought it was Daryl Henderson, but now Akers is kind of the guy there now. So if you want to take a flyer and hope that Akers continues to, to get production, then he's a guy to, to plug in there.
0: Because even at that, with Cam Akers, and it's the same situation we've dealt with all year. Like I've seen, Daryl Henderson broke open a couple runs, the, you know, this weekend too. So it's not as much production as you like, but it seems to be the trend for at least these next coming weeks. You know, for now,
2: he's he's shown a lot of talent. The problem is they're they're spreading the ball around so much that there's he's not getting a lot of touches out of it.
0: And that's the same idea with my other, uh, waiver, which it's, you know, 60% of leagues, JK Dobbins is owned. But I think right now he, if you're pushing for that, like if you have a running back who doesn't have, you know, you're trying to do this or that with, uh, you could pick up JK Dobbins and at least, you know, the Ravens are trying to make a push for the playoffs and, they, they got to get these better talented guys to ball like J.K. Dobbins, So I think he's an option, a waiver option this week as well.
2: Yeah, he looks good to the eye test, too. He's running the ball real efficiently. And then lastly, with Antonio Gibson going out with a foot or with a toe injury this, this past week, uh, I would look for J.D. McKissick. He's owned in a lot of – he's, I think, 60% owned. But if he's out there, look for him. He's going to be the lead back in Washington.
1: And sticking with the football team, uh, Logan Thomas, we saw him get a lot of love this past Monday against the Steelers. So if you've been uh, trying to figure out who to start a tight end, I think Logan Thomas is one of the better options you can pick up.
0: Yeah. And then I want to get your guys' opinion uh, because I think Jalen Hurst should be a waiver wire pickup for a quarterback. He was just named the starter. I'm not saying stardom. We know how bad the Philadelphia Eagles offense is. When he came into the game on um, Sunday night, right? Uh,
2: they were a uh, afternoon the, game, I believe. They were
0: Sunday afternoon. He led the team back. They they ended up coming back into that game a little bit. And the the thing is, is his floor should be higher because of his ability to move outside the pocket. So at least he should be picked up on waivers this week. What do you guys think about that?
2: I would say pick him up. I'd be a little worried about playing him because his next matchup is against the saints. And we've seen the saints have been tough against the pass. but then after that, he plays at Arizona and at Dallas. And we've seen that Arizona and Dallas have been beatable secondaries and beatable defenses. And I think with uh, Jalen hurts, he's going to get a little, a little more time, a little more repetition. I think he'll, he'll be good by those games.
1: I really like Jalen Hurts' talent as a player, but when it comes to fantasy, we're in the playoffs at this point, and if you have a quarterback, there's no more buys. I mean, pick him up, I guess, if you have a spot and you're willing to take the risk on it, but I just don't see Jalen Hurts proving himself within the next – because as Tyler said, he's facing the, the Saints. Probably not going to do too well, and then if you're looking for him to prove it again the next week, then by that time you're like almost at the championships, and I don't think it's really worth it. But keeper, two quarterback leagues, something like that, like – I mean, I think he's definitely worth a flyer on.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not saying pick him up and start him, but uh, if if you're holding on to, you know, most people have their set it and forget it quarterback for most weeks. If your if your backup is one of these guys who is not putting up consistently, why not? Why not pick him up? At least he's not on somebody else's team, doing God knows what. It's it's just kind of like precautionary. Yeah, um, I like the way you think. The Chargers. Now, I want to talk about – because last week I, uh, I thought the Chargers would have a good fantasy week playing at home against New England. And Bill Belichick came in there, showed Anthony Lynn, who's boss. Anthony Lynn, obviously garbage. But I also didn't know when I made that comment that Anthony Lynn told the team that they basically have no shot and making it to the playoffs. So – whatever basically giving it like a don't try and what from what i saw on sunday it looked like the chargers gave up do you guys see that Uh, see that as them really as it really being them giving up and that would affect a lot of fantasy owners with you know justin herbert johnny roca has a question about that with what do you what do i do with justin herbert a lot of people have austin eckler keenan allen mike williams do you think that's an actual thing and how does it impact these players
1: I don't know if I'd ever say like a team has given up because I mean, they're adults, they're making millions of dollars. They're probably not going to be like giving up like that, but I'll be honest. I didn't watch too much of the game because it was a blowout pretty early, but it is Bill Belichick. He is, you know, a defensive genius. And for the most part, I mean, Justin Herbert, he's not, ne- we had never seen him like flustered like he was in this game. And he, His first game, he came in with like a half hour's notice, if that. So, I mean, I I would chalk it up more to just Bill Belichick being Bill Belichick than the team just taking a shit and saying, you know, we're done for the season. But I mean, if they do it again, then maybe there's some worrisome. But I think once again, these guys brought you to the dance in the playoffs. You're going to want to ride it out.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, for sure. I'm like with Austin Eckler. I don't think that's a consistent thing that's going to happen again. But Ty, Justin Herbert, do you trust him to start this week? If you're in a playoff situation, what's their what's their Do you know their Mayor, matchup?
2: Home to the Falcons. Yes. Oh, abso- absolutely. I think I think the biggest thing that happened to Herbert this past weekend. Shout out Theo Vaughn. Uh, was the fact that Bill Belichick was gonna be giving he he wasn't gonna be beat by Anthony Lynn and a rookie quarterback. He was probably pulling out defensive packages that or, or defensive plays that Herbert hadn't seen before, wasn't comfortable with, wasn't getting used to, and you could see it. Like G said, you saw him getting flustered. You saw him kind of making those rookie mistakes we hadn't seen him make all year. And I think that just you just chalk that up to to Belichick being such a genius of a head coach and and being able to being able to dial up a good defense
0: yeah for sure um I'm gonna get on to one of the first questions from my pile I got two questions from Jimmy Minkle
2: oh shit
0: all right so he's going into the playoffs this week and he's apparently struggling with running back position he has McCaffrey uh McCaffrey's coming back from injury possibly they're not 100% sure if he's gonna play this week if he comes back what do you expect from him
1: the half the team also has COVID so that's also something to look out for as well
0: yeah
2: um but anyway if if CMC's back you're gonna play him I mean we saw what he did when he came back off of the uh ankle injury where he was out for four to six weeks, I can't remember, or it was like four to eight weeks or whatever. He came back and he was still productive. I think he's like RB 27, 28 on the the season, and he's played three games. I think no matter what, if CMC's there, you have to play him.
1: Yeah, I don't care what running backs you're able to pick up. If you were able to get James Robinson and someone else off waivers, they've been fantastic for you. You're still firing up CMC even when he, you know, the limited times he has played, he still looked like CMC. So I I definitely would say you have him, he's healthy. As long as there's like no reports that he's on like a, you know, a touch limit, which normally that doesn't really come out. So unless you get like CH, which I know Travis probably is not a big fan of CH at the moment, but uh, I would say fire up CMC.
0: Yeah. uh, That's one of those guys. If he plays, you don't take him out. Now I wouldn't expect they're going to play Denver. I don't know if that's in Denver or not, um, but they're playing. Denver. It is not. It is in Carolina. It's in Carolina, Denver. I mean, Vic Fangio runs a good uh, stable defense, so they should be able to stop a little bit of them, but he's still going to have a very productive day. It's just not going to be anything crazy, you know, CMC 40 fantasy points, you know, nothing like that, but he should have decent or he should have RB1 numbers, uh, this coming week. And then the second question from him is Raheem Moster has been back for two weeks and he says is struggling. Now, I, I thought two weeks ago he had a good day, a good week. Am I wrong
2: about that? I believe it wasn't this past weekend, but it was the weekend before. Yeah, he had, a, he had a decent game.
0: Yeah, not not great. I think he. it's more looking from what he did at the beginning of the season, those big, big games. He's not having them right now. But what do you guys see, especially going into the playoffs, for somebody who rosters Raheem Mostert?
1: I think he's, he's definitely more of a matchup play. Now they are going against Washington at home or in Arizona. So that's kind of a trickier matchup. If Jimmy has CMC start him and then I would want to know who's his third running back to maybe play off of. But I think Raheem Mostert is probably one of the – if you have him playing RB2, I think you're in a pretty good spot.
0: The next four matchups for the 49ers are Washington, Dallas, Arizona, and Seattle. Four not very good defenses. So the matchups are there. Last time I checked, Washington – They're good against the run. Are they good against the run? I, I thought they were good against the pass.
2: Uh, top top ten against the run, and uh, but they could get to the quarterback. They're giving up a lot of yards, but they're getting a lot of sacks.
0: Okay, all right. So the other ones are more of a matchup then, right?
2: Yeah, I would say I would say the other the 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 rest of the way after playing Washington, even playing Washington, like Kyle Shanahan is gonna is gonna put up. He's going to come up with creative ways to get the ball into Raheem Mostert's hands and get, and find openings in that defense. So I wouldn't be like terrified playing him. Like I said, I'd want to know who his third running back is. Um, but I do like Raheem Mostert as an RB 2 going forward.
1: So I pulled up the stats and he was on IR. So he was, he's been gone. So he played last week against the Rams. He went six for 43 with a touchdown. He had two catches, didn't get a single yard, but then this week he had nine for forty-two rushing. So pretty much, he had very similar games, but just the first one was a touchdown. He had a touchdown, so kind of yeah. saved your week.
0: Yeah, the it's just a touchdown, and then yeah, those are those are those are flex numbers right there for when I'm looking at it. And the thing is, if McCaffrey comes back, then you're not worried about Mostert. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing from, I mean, the way the questions are worded here, obviously those are his number one and his RB one, RB two, otherwise they would mention it. So if McCaffrey's out, then yeah, we, it would help us if we knew the other ones.
1: But also going back to McCaffrey with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel testing positive and probably not, or I guess DJ Moore, definitely not going to play this week. CMC is looking to get a lot of touches if those guys aren't, aren't playing. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Going to get a lot of passing work in a PPR league. That's going
0: to be shit. Eighty percent ball share over to over to CMC this week. All right, I got another question here. This is from Delmas in quotation Flossen Lawson of the Fanta Pride League in a PPR league, and with running backs being more by committee, are wide receivers starting to become more valuable than running backs?
2: I would, I would think it's the other way around. I would think that the, the running back is starting to become more of a valuable thing to where you want that number one. You want that, you want to find that workhorse, that guy out there. Cause I feel like wide receivers there, you know, the, there's always two, two to three on a team. There's always going to be somebody out there.
0: Yeah. The, to your, to your, uh, what you're saying, like look at the teams that are in the top of everybody's division. Their running backs are Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, um, Alvin Kamara's, Alvin Kamara's, like the top top echelon. The other guys you really had to fight for it, you know. Guys like that you got it to, towards the end of the first round are sharing splitting time. And you're not sure what's going on with that. Where there's a lot of wide receivers getting getting love outside of the top group. So while wide receivers in a total uh more more uh quantity of them are more important but the limited amount of running backs that consistently get a lot of work and get a lot of yards and touchdowns are more important than you know what i'm saying Did that make sense
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think with CH with like these rookie running backs, that's what you wanted out of him because it's such a limited amount of like true number one guys. And when CH comes out there, you you would think, okay, that, you know, that's, he's the guy. And I agree with you. I mean, we talked about at the beginning of the season, get your running backs early because there's so many wide receivers later that you can pick up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Cheese. uh, What question did you get in?
1: Well, I got it from Instagram. It's from big fluff 13. And he wants to know who's in last place in our league. He is. Well, I actually did the mathematics here.
2: Oh, oh that's right. Because uh, at Who's the moment, place? at the moment, it is it is Dominic. But because... but Dominic
1: did win his matchup this week, which would bring him to the whole clusterfuck of whatever it is, like five and seven.
2: It'd be fun. I think the whole clusterfuck's now five
1: and eights. Five and five eight and people. eights. So now I think, if my math turns out right, Dominic would not be last place in his league. It would actually be Ken, Mr. Auto Draft. Oh,
0: Auto oh, Draft, Auto
1: Draft.
2: I thought it was going to be Travis because of... Travis has. Travis so is the only one points. to beat him. Travis is the only one to beat him.
1: Well, when it's like a clusterfuck like that, it kind of goes to who scored the most, and Travis it, has oh, outscored everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. I've absolutely murdered everybody in this league. I, I scored a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Except for e, EBG has more than me.
2: Yeah, what a lineup he ended up getting.
0: He knows his stuff. Last well, person gra- to pay. Pay up, EBG. Yeah, what the hell? Um. Yeah. So, that um. That's that's a hell of a question. (laughs) I got I got one more here. Well, it
2: it doesn't beat the question that he just texted us on the side of. What did he say? What what, what was I? want to get the quoting right here. Hold on. Let me let me pull it up. But he was asking about playoffs. He said, "Just asking. I look at the bracket and it says I'm in. Or do I need to learn how to read it?"
0: He's in the loser bracket.
2: Yeah. He's in the loser, but he had he he thought he was in. He ju- he just said, "I'm in," and I was As very like confused. The 12th seed, yeah, see. he's he said. I told him to send a screenshot, and he sent the screenshot and his name with a big twelve next to it. I was like, "Dude, it says consolation ladder right above it." But
0: yeah, all right. I got one more question here. This is from uh J Rose cousin's wife, Shayna. She's of the ball and broads all girl fantasy league she has a question for us
2: oh travis are you sure you're okay with that
1: <laughs> that's
2: it
0: <laughs> wrong podcast all right I'm oh so, so, sorry sorry sorry. <laughs> right. travis's okay. pc
1: on pd <laughs> makes
0: it... oh i like that make shirts um so it's basically uh she's struggling needs a tight end for this week and she sent us a screenshot of who's at the top of the free agents for her league in tight ends. You ready for this one?
2: I uh, the way you were chuckling, I'm 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 a little worried. All right,
0: go. So for it. so she has the option to pick up any of these guys. I mean, so far waivers, depending on waivers and how they clear. Uh, Anthony Fersker from Tennessee, Logan Thomas from Washington. I don't know who the sample, sample, Drew sample, guy, sample, Drew sample from Cincinnati, uh, Dalton Knox from Buffalo, Mo Alley Dawson Conley, Knox Dawson Knox from Buffalo mo alley cox from indianapolis and then uh h Bryan from cleveland i don't know his name
2: harrison bryant
0: yeah i think i think uh logan thomas would be the answer here right
2: yeah like she said logan thomas
1: i also i also like anthony first he, yeah. he he's probably your second option i would say or uh, either him... tennessee,
0: who's the other ten- uh, tennessee tight end
1: Johnny Smith, but he is he has a knee issue and he didn't oh.
0: get that get that much work. Oh, the, okay. the
2: other one who kind of peaked my now I forget. Can you run through the list real again real quick?
0: Yeah, Firster, Thomas, Sample, Knox, Mo Alley Cox, and Dawson, then
2: Dawson Dawson Knox was another guy I liked. He's become a big uh big target for Josh Allen when they get down into the red zone. So he's he's really touchdown dependent, but you know, if if you're in a situation where you need you need that kind of boom play out of your tight end. Where you're you're looking for more of a boom than a floor, then I would say Dawson Knox as well.
0: Now the football team is playing San Francisco this week. Do you know who Buffalo's got this week?
1: Um, I have a sketch in it. front of me. They are at home to the Steelers. That's tough. <laughs>
0: That's tough. <laughs> not a good matchup. It's for not the best
2: it's not the best matchup, but we've seen lately that the Steelers defense has been given up a lot of yards, giving up a lot of points.
0: Yeah, my th- my thing is though, I don't know. I, they were yeah, able, so they were really able to shut know.
1: down Terry McLaurin, but they the other people were able to to get there. So I'm thinking if He's, the Steelers want to lock, stuff, yeah, stuff they want to lock it on stuff on Diggs, then maybe everybody else will get some get some looks like Cole Beasley.
0: Yep. You guys so,
1: yelled at me, said I was stupid for trading Cole Beasley for DJ Shark, even though I never started Cole Beasley. And I like, him. I would like to take my victory lap, even though I never played him. That Cole Beasley has had a better
0: year thus far than DJ Shark. He has, I will. I don't even that. know what I'm, what I'm giving you a victory lap on, but sure. Go ahead.
2: Victory lap for, for trading for Cole Beasley.
0: All right. And that's, and uh them that's, dropping the, them. that's the questions part of this. I uh, appreciate all those questions that j really went out of his way to help collect those. So thank you. And if you guys, you guys who asked the questions through him, hopefully are listening to this. And uh, enjoy the input, and continue to come back and listen. That would be fantastic. And always submit questions.
1: And we all know my guy Big Fluff Thirteen is not listening to this. So
0: no, 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 he not at all. He he ask dumb questions anyway. So damn, <laughs> he, shots fired. I want to do a quick little um, little run through. I created a list of teams that I like the their. Uh, schedules going forward and then I dislike their schedules going forward so I'm going to throw them out there with the next four matchups I'll mention if I like them for all four games or just through week 16 because I know most people go through with we only go through week 16 but some people go all the way to the end of the season um, and then I'll get your opinion on if you guys agree with me if you guys don't agree with me, Tyler, what just happened? Sorry, we're watching the football game live. Oh, no, he's just
2: – I i need Andy Dalton to drive down and score. Just, I'm up by a point – or I'm not up, but the guy I need to win is up by a point right now. But if the Cowboys can go down and score a touchdown, I mean, it kind of solidifies it. But he's just he's just missing wide-open guys. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. All right, you guys ready for this? All right, so – One of my uh, likes going forward for the fantasy football playoffs is the Tennessee Titans. They face the Jaguars, the Detroit lions, the green Bay Packers and the Houston Texans coming up. You guys agree with that or disagree with that?
1: I agree. I think the Tennessee Titans are, uh, they have a really good schedule coming up Ryan Tannehill. I think he's a guy that you can start. It'd be a shame if someone tried to trade for him, looking at that schedule for the playoffs and then didn't even make the playoffs.
2: Damn, you hate to see it, Cheese. Uh, I like that schedule all the way through, and then for uh, like Cheese was saying, Ryan Tannehill is a great starter. I'd be a little worried going into the Green Bay game. That's going to be more of a Derrick Henry ground and pound type game, and and we've seen that the Green Bay's defense has been a little bit tougher on on opposing quarterbacks. But other than that, I like their schedule pretty much all the way through.
0: Yeah, that that game only opens up for the running back position, really. And if you know.
2: Corey Davis yeah, or, or Corey if Davis break, starting to break out
0: or if green Bay gets up big, you. if green Bay gets up big, we can see what we just saw against the Browns where they have a bunch of garbage time shit to Corey Davis and AJ Brown, uh, towards the end. All right, next team. Uh, this is only through week 16. I like the Browns schedule coming up cause they go, they face Baltimore. They face the giants and then the jets week, uh, week 17 is against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if, that's a bad matchup, but what do you think about that? Baltimore, Giants, Jets.
2: Well, before watching this game, I would say I'd be a little worried about Baltimore, but we're watching Andy Dalton have a have a somewhat decent game and their defense is, the Ravens defense is kind of getting taken advantage of a little bit. And so I could definitely see uh, Kevin Stefanski and those Browns having a good game against them.
1: Yeah, I'm still just confused about the Browns but after they had a really good show in last week against the Titans that maybe they are legit, but we did see them get their ass kicked by the Ravens and by the Steelers this year. So if they come out and lay another egg, I mean, maybe not against the Ravens. You're going to be confident starting Baker Mayfield or Jarvis Landry, but I think the other ones, the other games, I think it's fine to fire them up. Maybe not Baker, but I think Jarvis have more confidence in him.
2: You, you brought up Jalen Trav about a, as a picking pickup guy, wait and see with playoffs coming up. What about Baker? I mean, he's been kind of hit or miss all year. Are you willing to take that chance on Baker going into the playoffs?
0: I mean, that's that's a case by case scenario depending on who your guy is and who you you know, who your quarterback is and what his matchups are going forward. That would be the only thing, but I mean, he's an option. He's not not an option at this point. From what he did to Tennessee, I, I I think he's earned the right to say that now.
2: Earned the right to be on some people's, some more people's rosters.
0: All right, next I have uh, as a favorable matchups coming into the playoffs, the New Orleans Saints. They play Philadelphia, Kansas City, Minnesota, and then Carolina.
1: Drew Brees' status is still in question. He says he wants to return next week or this week, but. I mean, it's 11 rib fractures and a punctured lung. I don't know if that's exactly realistic, but I think with Drew Brees as the quarterback, the offense would be more productive. I think Taysom Hill, we've seen it's him, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas, and that's pretty much it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with Cheese. I I think if Drew Brees is at the helm, you're going to see more fantasy relevancy. Out of Alvin Kamara, we've seen him kind of dip off two weeks ago. He got a got his footing back this week, but I think he's going to be back to that true form. And then I believe Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders will be able to, I mean, Michael Thomas had a good week this last week. I think it'll be more of a consistent, consistent thing for him going forward. And I think Emmanuel Sanders will also start to see an uptick in, in his fantasy relevancy.
0: All right, next I dislike the Jacksonville Jaguars. They play Tennessee, Baltimore, Chicago and then Indianapolis.
1: I think Tennessee is we've seen as a defense you can take advantage of and I think with Jacksonville as a whole, James Robinson's the only guy you're firing up and at this point I think he's kind of almost matchup proof in terms of he's going to get so many touches, he's going to pile up enough points.
2: Yeah, I mean that that that's pretty much the only person you're looking at is James James Robinson. I don't know I don't know if I'd go matchup proof. I'd be, like he's he's shown he's getting a lot of touches, but I would I would limit if if he, if he's gonna be that set and forget it guy for you, I'd limit my expectations because we've seen a lot out of him lately. He's he's gonna see a, a downtick in in his uh in his numbers.
0: All right, next, I like the Rams matchups coming going forward. They have New England, they have the Jets, then Seattle, and then Arizona to finish it out.
1: I'll be honest, you went too quick. Who, who are we talking about here?
0: Uh, the Rams. New They face New England, the Jets, Seattle, and Arizona.
1: New England is a question mark. Maybe they're starting to get their stuff together, but the Rams have so many weapons on offense that i I mean robert woods and i think cooper cup are locks they're going to get theirs i think josh reynolds is a possible streamer especially against like seattle or uh, some of the other defenses so i I mean i kind of like the rams going forward jared goff he's kind of hit or miss though yeah i
2: would agree jared goff and those running backs it's 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 going to be tough. Jared Goff is going to be tough to start and picking which running back is going to have the breakout performance because they're all going to get nine to 10 touches a game. It's all it's all just going to be who's who looks the best, who could find the holes the best that week. So that's going to be a little worrisome. But I do like the fact that they are battling for a playoff spot. So, you know, they're going to go out there with the intent of we want to kick the we want to kick everybody's teeth in. So that that would be the only thing that would keep me from saying that i don't like their their schedule going forward
0: all right i next team i'm gonna do two more i have more but we got to get into the rest of stuff so uh the next team i want to talk about the vikings i dislike their matchups coming out the next uh this is only through week 16 because the week 17 is a good matchup but they play tampa bay then chicago then new orleans then detroit
1: yeah, it's a real rough matchup. I said it, I think, a few weeks ago that Derrick Henry or not Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook has some good matchups in the, you know, a couple weeks ago. And then now he's, as you get into the playoffs, it, it's going to be some rough sled in here, but you're obviously going to fire him up. Uh, Tampa Bay, I mean, we saw Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs kind of light it up against them. I mean, Justin Jefferson, not exactly Tyreek Hill, but I think he has a possibility to, to go off still. So I think Derrick Henry or, goddammit, Dalvin Cook will take a down tick, but I think the wide receivers still have some upside to them. Because Dalvin Cook like is their offense. So everyone's gonna be focusing on him.
2: Yeah, I think she said it perfectly. I mean I'm not I'm not getting away from Dalvin Cook. Like you said, I'm gonna just limit my expectations a little bit. And we've seen that Justin Jefferson has been a fantasy superstar and I think he can continue to be so uh no matter no matter what's going on.
0: And then finally I dislike Patriots, if you're looking for them, know. Th- some we already talked about most of the players there. Not a lot of upside for them, but especially coming up, they play the Rams, Miami, and then Buffalo. Their final game is against the Jets, which. Yeah, but most, like I said, most of the leagues are through week sixteen. So those are three tough matchups right there for Buffalo or for New England. Excuse me.
1: I think New England is kind of. You're not really want to start any of their offensive weapons. I mean, Cam Newton, like in our league where it's very pass heavy, I kind of think about just dropping him because he doesn't throw enough. And I think you're really reliant on him trying to score rushing touchdowns. Jacoby Myers, he's kind of one of the only guys getting touches over there. And then the running backs, you know, uh, James White and was it Damian Harris. Those are kind of the guys you're looking at. Sorry, I
2: just watched Dallas score a touchdown and got real
1: excited. Um Amari Cooper, which means my lead on Travis grows even more.
2: <laughs> uh yeah, I'd be I'd be a little worried uh with New England players. Like not 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 even just because of the bad matchups, just because they spread the ball around so much. Like she said, like even in our pass heavy uh our QB high scoring QB league, like Cam Newton has been tough because he's not really doing enough to pass the ball. And he's kind of been mediocre of late with his feet, so it's 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 real it's real iffy. And going into the playoffs, I just would stay away from it.
0: All right, cool. Uh, I have more, so if anybody has any questions about it, you know, go ahead and message Call us. Call Travis. Call And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I took a bunch of notes on that stuff. Looking forward. Um, all right, let's get into the preview for this week. Uh, I believe it's my week to host this part of it. All right. We'll start with this Thursday night game and a, game, a team we just talked about. The Patriots are going, are going to L.A. again. Did they go back to New England? They stayed the week. They stayed the week in L.A., so they're staying here to face the Rams at home. Uh, let's start with Cheese, since you spoke up already.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about both these teams already, so it's pretty much the same, I think, for New England side. The Rams are a really tough defense. Uh, te- I mean, technically, like, they're the ones staying home compared to the Rams who had to travel back from their game. But I think maybe look at the running backs, but that's pretty much it on New England's front. Tyler, unmute. on mute. Come on. You can do it. Come on, buddy. I
2: was, I was trying to move everything around here. When I started talking, that was weird. It came up and said I was muted. Um, but on the on the Rams side of the ball, uh, like we were saying before, uh, the running backs, it's going to be tough to see, tough to pick out who's going to break out for the week. But I do like Robert Woods and I like Cooper Cup. Uh, New England's secondary has been exploited before, and I think it can happen again with the Rams trying to get into the playoff, make a playoff push. Uh,
0: the Vikings, Tyler, are going to – Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers this week.
2: Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, tough. I mean, you're starting Dalvin Cook because he got you there. But as we said, just a, just a little bit ago, limit it, limit your expectations. Tampa Bay has proven to be a good run defense, but I do like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Those guys have proven that they're going to get a, a 90 to 95% of the targets coming out of there and they're going to do some damage.
1: And for the Buccaneers, I think coming off a bye, maybe they have a good game plan against the Vikings, who defense has kind of come on as of late, but I think for uh, a lot of the pass catchers, you're going to want to fire them up here. I think they're they're all going to get theirs. Maybe Antonio, I mean, we're waiting to kind of see, like, Antonio Brown have an Antonio Brown game. I don't think that's the case, so maybe stay away from him. But I think pretty much everybody else is, is a good go this week. Gronk. Sure. I mean, it's tight ends are so terrible this year that if you got a Gronk, you can, you can look at him, but I think, I think I like you Logan can fire- Thomas better. I, I just I, wanted to hear
0: you say that out loud.
2: I think we could finally fire say that uh, Gronk should definitely be
0: fired up. I've been saying opinion. it.
2: Yeah. I'm saying I can finally say it.
0: All right. And then a, a weird matchup cheese. We have the Cardinals taking on the red hot New York giants in New York.
1: I think Wayne Gallman definitely has kind of broken out as if you've picked him up on waivers, he might've carried you to the, not carried you, but at least kind of lucked your way into the playoffs this year. And I think uh, Sterling Shepard is another guy that you can look at to, to start because that Arizona, I mean, kind of Arizona as a whole is kind of messing up right now. So Tyler, what are you looking at for Arizona's sake? Do you think you get back on track?
0: Can I interject? Yep, interject trap, go for it. But do, do we know about Daniel Jones? Is he back yet this week or what's going on with his health?
2: Uh, They haven't said if he's going to play this week or not. Uh, I would assume not. I I would think they're going to err on the side of caution.
0: Okay, go ahead. Continue.
2: But, uh, yeah, Arizona, Kyler Murray has kind of struggled lately. I think this is a good game for him to get back on track. New York Giants defense hasn't been the best against quarterbacks. So, I think this is a good game for him. And I think they're able to get the running, running game open. Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. Uh, I don't know. I'd be a little worried starting those guys because they're going to split touches, but they're so talented to where they're both kind of flex-level guys.
0: Okay. All right. And we're going to go right back to Tyler for the next game here. The Dolphins are hosting the Kansas City Chiefs in a battle for AFC. Tyler, what do you got?
2: This this is going to be this is going to be a tough one cuz Tua Tua coming back, he hasn't looked great. And it's been kind of bringing down a lot of uh, guys like Devonte Parker. I know a lot of people are banking on uh, Mike Gasicki. He, he got a lot of looks from Tua. So that's nice. You know, Mike Gasicki is always going to be a guy, especially with the tight end position being so washy that I, I would like Mike Gasicki. Uh, and then hopefully Miles Gaskin can get his workload back. We know the chiefs run defense isn't, isn't like a top 10 defense. So, I, I would look, I would look, Miles Gaskin to, to get back on track.
0: Uh, uh, Devontae Parker in the games where, um, Tua has started as quarterback has scored less than nine points. And when Fitzpatrick plays, he scores up above 13 on average. So, he basically is downgraded to a f- barely a flex option when Tua plays at this point. Going into the play fantasy playoffs, you can't risk that.
2: Hey, left-handed quarterback doesn't want to throw across his body to the right side of the field, which is where Devontae Parker mostly lines up. Fucking move him. <laughs> Fucking move him. I agree. I agree.
0: Go ahead, Chiefs. What
1: do you got on this? Uh, Kansas City. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey shocker you're going to start them ch i mean i would assume he's fine his little stomach bug he should be able to play but i think miami's a really tough defense maybe kind of limit expectations but i think all those guys are going to eat but on uh, miami's front jason sanders i'm going to show some love to the kickers maybe the dolphins can move the ball but then they kind of stall out and maybe he'll kick some 50 yard bombs number one fantasy football
2: kicker jason sanders
0: All right. And then we're going to go right back to you cheese for this game. The Jaguars host the Tennessee Titans. What do you got? We
1: talked about the Titans and they have a good matchup here. My only concern is that possibly they get up too big to where uh, Ryan Tannehill isn't throwing the ball all that much. But I think with the Titans lackluster defense, it's going to allow the Jack, the Jaguars to kind of keep in it. So I think, as we said, the Titans have a very valuable schedule coming up. So, I think this is uh, one of those games and Corey Davis. We talked about him a little bit. He definitely, he's been so consistent. He has like a 10 point floor, but he also has like a 30 point ceiling. I think people have been burned by him in the past. They don't want to play him or kind of don't want to pick him up on waivers, but he's a guy to definitely look
0: at to start. Top 20 fantasy wide receiver points this year.
1: Yeah,
2: and then on uh, with Jacksonville as we said earlier, you know, James Robinson is probably your only for sure guy you want to play. Maybe at the flex spot, uh Lavisca Chenault. We saw him catch a touchdown. He's he's brought in multiple catches in the past couple games, but that's the most most fantasy relevant thing coming out of wide receivers for them. Uh, everybody else is getting one to two catches for basically nothing. So James Robinson and maybe LaVisca Chenault. But other than that, um, I'm staying away.
0: All right, Ty, we're going to go right back to you for what appears to be a bad game on paper. Dallas Cowboys go to Cincinnati to face off against the Bengals. What kind of fantasy you see coming out of this?
2: Oh, this is, a, this is an ugly, ugly game. Uh, Cincinnati side of the ball. Maybe Joe Mixon comes back this week. I know he's uh, eligible to come off IR. He'd be the only guy I would think about starting. Just like I know the Cowboys' defense is bad, but I think that that quarterback, oh, I can't even remember his name, uh, the quarterback for the Bengals has not done any of those wide receivers any favors. Maybe T. Higgins, because T. Higgins has been proven to be a big target, but that that's about it.
1: I think I like the wide receivers for Cincinnati a little bit more than you. I think uh, Tyler Boyd was able to break one, but he did get ejected, so maybe it could have been even more of a valuable <laughs> commodity over there. But which uh,
2: bull- bullshit should not have been thrown out of that game? That's that's
1: ridiculous. But it's I mean it's a matchup between two teams, two bad defenses. So I think uh, Dallas. I mean Cooper, Zeke, Dalton Schultz. I think is a good one, and then maybe CD maybe CD Lamb. If if you're kind of desperate or feeling lucky. But uh, I think the the bigger names on these offenses, you can uh, give them a go here.
2: I like I like C.D. Lamb. Uh, I think a little bit more than than you do, but I think he's starting to become a favorite target of Andy Dalton.
0: All right, and so on from that game, we're gonna move to the Texans going to Chicago to face the Bears, and we'll get Cheese's opinion on this game.
1: So the Bears defense has been, or at least was, you know, really stingy. But we've seen these last few weeks, I mean, to the Lions and to the Packers, that they've been giving up a lot of points. And with Will Fuller out, David Johnson starting, you know, coming back last week, maybe they can, the Texans ideas, kind of light up the Chicago Bears defense, and maybe they don't scare you as much as they used to. But I think uh, with David Johnson coming back, I mean, he got a touchdown, which kind of saved your day, but – I think once again, that Texans backfield is you're really reliant on a touchdown.
2: Yeah. I, I would think that's the only thing coming out of the Texans is that, uh, you know, touchdown dependency from the, from the running backs. And then as we talked about, maybe, maybe Kiki Kuti, cause I'm sure they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, Houston that is. So Deshaun Watson, Kiki Kuti, Uh, I don't know. Does anybody have any update on Brandon cooks? Is he going to play this this week? I know he's got to go into concussion protocol. He got a concussion
1: then came back. So right now he's healthy, but you never know with concussion, something could pop up. Yeah. He's
2: and like you said earlier, he's always been kind of iffy with, with injuries. And then on the bears, I just uh, like Trubisky is getting it done. Kind of sort of, but fantasy wise, I'd be a little worried. I think you're, you're playing the guys that got you to the day. Allen Robinson, I feel like, is a guy who's going to kind of stay in your lineup. And then David Montgomery. I know the Texans' defense has been lackluster, uh, but they've been okay against the the run. And David Montgomery hasn't really shown very much. He's shown a little bit of late, but like not enough to where I'm set it and forget it. I would I would look elsewhere, but if he's your last option, then I think you're starting him.
0: All right, and then we're gonna go right back to you, Ty. So don't go anywhere because the Carolina Panthers host the Denver Broncos. We gotta get your opinion, Val.
2: Oh man, uh, it's gonna—it's tough with Carolina because of the COVID situation. They—they they caught it during their bye week, so I don't know if they're gonna be able to get out of protocol, get out of uh, COVID nineteen protocol in time. But we saw who were the wide receiver i know it was dj moore was curtis it samuel was it curtis samuel so robbie anderson is still good he wasn't a close contact guy i don't believe um so i can see him robbie anderson having a great day and as we were talking about earlier for uh jimmy minkle's question cmc if he plays like you have to start him he's a must-start guy
1: and then on the denver's front i think the wide receiver's Jerry Judy, he's kind of been a little bit of a disappointment on the fantasy perspective. But I think Melvin Gordon, I think going up against this uh, you know, below average Carolina Panthers defense, I think flex option RB2, I think Melvin Gordon is is a is a guy to consider here. Especially with Philip Lindsay, you know, kinda of has the knee issue, played last week, but he wasn't very productive either.
2: Yeah, he's he's been on a downtrod ever since I believe the the I don't remember what week it was, but it was against the Raiders. Uh, ever since then, he hasn't really had a, a good game.
0: All right. The 0-12 Jets are going into Seattle to play the Seahawks this week. Cheese, why don't we start with you here?
1: Well, I said Ty Johnson, a guy to maybe possibly pick up on waivers and start stardom. Uh, the receivers, I mean, Jamison Crowder kind of had a bounce-back game, but I still think maybe Brashard Perriman and Mims is kind of a, a more solid lock to, uh, to get some looks there. But Sam Darnold seemingly loved Jameson Crowder. So maybe if you kind of were holding out hope that he's going to come back and give you those big 30-point games like he did early in the season, possibly. But, uh, I mean, even Seattle against the Giants last week, we thought maybe Sterling Shepard could go off. But for the most part, they keep him in check. So maybe the Seattle defense isn't as bad as we thought it was.
0: I think Brashard Perryman is a guy who, if you need a – big uh a very high ceiling he can provide that with super low floor
2: yeah he's been he's been big uh end zone end zone target for um sam darnold but i think cheese is right that guys like mims and uh, uh well, i can't remember who the other fucking people are he said yeah, jameson like, crowder and
1: ty johnson
2: yeah Jam- Jameson jamison crowder uh and and Denzel Mims are going to be kind of between the between the 20s uh, guys. But for Seattle side of the ball, I mean, you're looking at DK, Tyler Lockett. Those guys, I feel, are going to have pretty good games. You don't want Seattle to get up too big if you if you have those guys just because the fear of them not throwing the ball as much. And then Chris Carson, I think they're finally going to uh, allow him. They're going to get back to running the ball a lot more and I think Chris Carson is going to have a wonderful day against these Jets who are terrible against the run.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm just – I'm praying and hoping that, like, Tyler Lockett starts having I, – I think at this point we have to give up on Tyler Lockett being the guy that you drafted him at. He's flex option wide receiver too at best. DK Metcalf is taking over.
2: Yeah, DK's be, definitely became that – that number one this season and I think you're right he he he's a he's he's a, a flex he's a wide receiver two on that roster but he's he's not the wide receiver two that you think he would be for fantasy
0: just I was holding out and can't do it anymore anyways Tyler the Vegas Raiders are hosting the Indianapolis Colts this weekend um
2: the Raiders it's I don't. Anybody know the status of Josh Jacobs?
0: I don't know the status.
2: I know he was out this past week. I don't know if he. I, I have a feeling he'll be back this week, but that would be my only guy. Him and Darren Waller would be my two guys that I would start, um, just because he's going to get volume. They always, they always are running the ball when when Jacobs is on the field, and then Darren Waller is always a safety blanket for Derek Carr. Uh, The Colts defense has been tough, uh, but we've seen him get them get exploited by Derrick Henry a couple times this year, and other running backs throughout the season kind of sprinkled in here and there. So I think Josh Jacobs would be my Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller would be my guys to start here.
1: Then on the Colts, the. Raiders defense we've seen not exactly the best. We've kind of been a little lack, you know, a little skeptical on the entire offense of the Colts. So I, I think Jonathan Taylor, you know, the backfield's kind of complicated. But Michael Pittman and maybe T. Y. Hilton shows us that he's back. So maybe those two guys you could uh, start this week and take advantage of the matchup.
0: For sure. All right, and then right back to you, Cheese. The football team goes to. Arizona again, I believe, to play the 49ers, though. What do you think about this one?
1: Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's up to uh, Antonio Gibson, his status. I believe – I mean, it's probably not going to be looking good, but he might be able to start. So J.D. McKissick is a guy to to play. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I mean, you're starting him, but maybe he get he gets shadowed by Richard Sherman and maybe he gets shut down once again. But I think last week against the – or this week against the Steelers was more of an aberration he's going to have a bounce-back game here.
2: Yeah. Um, toe injuries are always tough on running backs. We've seen it happen all kind of, all year, kind of, to where we're going to see guys get, you know, be out for multiple weeks because of it. So I would love JD McKissick. Um, and on the Niner side of the ball, uh, I like Brandon Ayuk. And I like their, uh, I like Raheem Mostert, just because I feel like he's talented enough. We talked about it earlier. They're going to generate touches for both of those guys. And I think they could end up having very good weeks against uh, the football
0: team. Brandon Ayuk finally turning into that guy I said he was going to be, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) What are the numbers? Because George Kittle didn't. No, no, no.
0: It's it's not that crazy. Not
2: not even not even close yet.
0: I don't think. I think it's close. Like in the. But that's because George Kittle's not playing. Uh, Well, yeah. I've
2: never been, uh, you've never been known to, to admit to that. You would still take that victory.
0: Oh, well, anyways, uh, the saints face the Eagles in Philadelphia, Tyler, go ahead.
2: Uh, This is going to be interesting for Philly just because new basically new quarterback Jalen hurts is going to run the offense a lot differently, but I feel like that saints defense has been so stingy against everybody that I'm not confident really starting, Anybody, maybe Dallas. Even then, I don't even know about the tight ends just because who is Jalen Hurts going to favor? We know Carson Wentz has always favored Dallas Goddard and the and over Zach Ertz. So I, I I I stay away from any Eagles in this game.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely wanting to stay away from Miles Sanders, but you might have to start him just because you have no really other better options. But on the Saints front, I mean, we kind of talked about it. What is the status of Drew Brees? And I think if it's not Drew Brees and it's Taysom Hill, I, I mean, if you have Taysom Hill as a quarterback, always dependent on who else you have. But I think against this Eagles defense, I think this is a you could take advantage of this matchup. And then Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. I think we saw last week that Latavius Murray maybe it wasn't exactly uh, his job, or you know, he's going to be the guy running the ball all the time compared to what Alvin Kamara was doing.
2: Hand up. I was wrong about that. Anybody who took my advice, I'm sorry.
0: You're wrong um, about who? Latavius Murray. Oh yeah, I t- but I told on the flip know.
2: side I told everybody like five weeks ago when the Giants were on a on their byewe to go grab Wayne Goleman and look at what he's done ever since. So it evens yeah. out. It even
0: sure we'll say it evens out. Um next game we have the Falcons in LA to play the Chargers. Who are we on? Tyler or Cheese? Back to it's me. Okay, Cheese, go ahead and start then.
1: I mean, already kind of talked about the Chargers. So on the Atlanta Falcons front, I think Todd Gurley, he's very touchdown dependent, kind of a tough matchup against the Chargers here. I think the Falcons always want to run the ball and maybe you're going to get lucky if Gurley kind of falls into the end zone on the two yard rush. But everyone else here, I think you can start Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Matt Ryan, maybe, but I'm not exactly in love with him.
2: Yeah, Matt Ryan has had a had a tough go at things uh, of late, but like he's been able to keep his wide receivers fantasy relevant. He just hasn't been able to keep himself fantasy relevant. So I do like guys, like you said, like Calvin Ridley, like Julio Jones. And then on the Chargers side of the ball, I think this is a big bounce back week for Justin Herbert. I think he has a fantastic week. Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler are obviously guys who got you there. You're going to ride with them going into the first round of playoffs for you. And then even if you have Mike Williams, I'd be willing to play him at the flex position because we've just seen how bad Atlanta's defense has been.
0: All right. And then the lions host the Packers this weekend. We're back to Tyler on this game
2: before we start sweet victory. I've made it into playoffs in both of the leagues. I had to really sweat that one out.
0: Wow, that's wow. close. That's wow. close. So you're gonna face me then? I do you're face the last Tra-
2: I face Travis uh, after I yeah.
0: just murdered you.
2: You just murdered me, but I'm getting CMC back. Hey, and it's
0: okay.
1: He murdered me in the beginning of the year, and then I came back and and whooped that ass. So we got this. It, Tra- it. it can happen, hey,
2: Tyler. Hey, one seeds. One seeds get upset every once in a while.
1: We believe, um, Tyler. We
2: believe. We believe. All right, uh, the Packers and and Detroit. Uh, I don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to be back. We've seen him miss like the last four weeks. Uh, so if he isn't, Marvin Jones has proven to be pretty decent. We just seen him have a, be- a big week this last week, and we know that Green Bay secondary is. Uh, oh wait, no, I have that backwards. I don't They're, like. They the can't stop season. the run. They, they can't, can't stop the run. Can't stop the run. So if DeAndre Swift plays. I like DeAndre Swift. If he doesn't, I like Adrian Peterson. Sorry, everybody out there. I was backwards. I just want to throw that out there. Do not like the wide receivers going into this matchup for Detroit.
1: Yeah, I think Adrian Peterson is definitely a fine waiver ad. And then on Green Bay's front, I mean, if you got him, start him. I think that this Detroit Lions defense, not very good. Aaron Jones, uh Devonta Adams, Aaron Rodgers, they're all gonna. And even Baby Kittle, Robert Tanyan, gonna have a big game.
0: If you were to have to pick as a flex option between MVS and Alan Lazard, who you go with?
2: I go with the Lazard King. I've said it all
0: year, but MVS. Oh, shit. I like that. I like that. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna make a note because I wanna check on that. MVS versus Lazard. I wanna check on that next week. All right. Sasha Banks, meant, big game this week. And then uh, the Steelers on Sunday night football go to Buffalo to face the Bills. We're back to cheese, I believe, right? Yes, sir. Um, the
1: Buffalo Bills. I am, I mean, Josh Allen, I think even though it might be a tough matchup, you're firing them up. Stefan Diggs. We saw Terry McLaurin get shut down possibly. So I think maybe temper expectations on Stefan Diggs. But I think we've seen once again, I take my victory lap even though I probably shouldn't Cole Beasley. I think he's uh, in, in store for another big game, maybe not as big as uh, this week, but I think he can go. And the running backs is always kind of a sticky situation with the Bills, So I probably would want to stay away from them.
2: I think I'm staying away from the running backs on, on both sides of the ball. I mean, we just saw with on, uh, and on Monday night, we saw both Devin Singletary and um, Zach Moss, Zach Moss have trouble Um with carrying the ball, they've had fumbles. They were getting stopped behind the line a lot. Um, So I do like, like you said, Cole Beasley, even somebody like Gabriel Davis, who is kind of their third wide receiver over there could have a a decent week. I think there's going to be a sneaky shootout game. So like both quarterbacks, big Ben, Josh Allen, and then the wide receivers. uh, I think the only one I'd be worried about and we've seen of late is Juju hasn't been really, hasn't been getting a lot of looks his way. So, like, Clay, I like Claypool, and I like um, Deontay Johnson.
0: I think this is the first time where you said it's going to be a sneaky shootout game, and I actually agreed with you. <laughs> nice. It's about all right, time. Then, then the final game, all right, the Monday night game, is the divisional matchup between the Cleveland Browns and the Ravens. This one is in Cleveland. So, Tyler, why don't you kick us off?
2: I would love to know the weather. I don't think we're going to be able to, to figure that one out yet.
0: Uh, yeah, I – if you would have told me to pull up a weather map. Hey, I could Siri, have done what's that the weather you.
1: like in Cleveland? Come on, Siri, come through.
2: It's currently clear I'm 36 oh, degrees in
1: Cleveland, cl- Ohio. 36 degrees. That's fun. What's it looking like on Sunday? Yours is Irish? you have-
0: Your Siri is Irish? Yeah, of course. I, talk- I- Mine's Australian. I was
1: going to say, I think Travis is Australian. Uh, it's saying Monday it's clear, but Saturday and Sunday, it's looking like it's going to rain. So maybe some some wet field conditions. So we're,
2: we're going to get bad. We we might get bad conditions again, which means it's going to be a ground and pound game, which I think Cleveland was going to go for anyways. So like Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, those guys, are you're definitely firing them up. Uh, Travis talked about J.K. Dobbins. We just seen him have – think he scored two touchdowns in this, in this game here against Dallas. I think he's going to start pulling ahead on that uh, uh, of getting so many touches. And so uh those would be my guys to go with.
1: It'd be a shame if someone picked up JK Dobbins on Waverings and not make it to the playoffs, but Marquise Brown, I mean, I've kind of been back and forth on him. I, I, I mean, I still don't exactly, I'm confident in this pick, but we did see the Titans were able to try to throw the ball through the, uh, yeah, that's how you throw the ball. You throw the ball through the air guys that is guys.
0: true i mean that's great advice she's I, I mean you, you only
1: get this kind just, of advice from points and doings you
0: can't stop that's, exactly I mean, you are just so good at what but you uh do.
1: mark mark andrews covid type one diabetics so we don't exactly know what his status is for this game so uh, we keep talking about the tight end so definitely uh, look out for maybe somebody else because you just never know what his status is going to be like
0: awesome and that wraps up our uh week 14 preview here um I want to say thank you, especially to the people who sent in questions.
2: Only to the people who sent in questions.
0: Thank you, JRO, for going out of your way to help collect those. I know that wasn't on our. our we do a, you know, we post on the social media. So, guys, if you listen and you don't follow the social media, cheese. Why don't you tell them where you uh, where you post from?
1: Well, we're, we're Big Fluff asked us our question. Curveballs and chair shots on Instagram. Curveballs and CS.
0: Yes, and then. We are on Facebook, Trapdoor to Hell, and then at Trapdoor Pod on Twitter every Tuesday morning. Put a post out there asking for questions. So um, if you guys are new listeners and want to keep asking questions, go to those or you can email us at trapdoorpod at yahoo.com. Um yeah, I mean it was great. Had a lot of stuff this this is a longer episode than we usually do. So but we got it done. Thank you guys. Cheese. Anything else you want to say to the people? No. All right, Tyler?
2: No, I I ain't got nothing.
0: All right, guys. Have a good fantasy week.